all I can remember is Coach V saying, you got to protect that weak side hash. And I saw that route. I, I widened, and I said, oh, here it comes. And I saw it came back to that, that weak hash right where he said it's going to be thrown. And right, it's like an unreal feeling. Like, I don't know, something about that, like, it's like, dang, I really just did that. Yo, 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 what it do, Center fans? This is your host, Jeremiah Hall, formerly number 27 on the field, but always number one in your hearts. Here with me today, you know who it is, my right-hand man, number nine on the field, our captain and fearless leader, the berate and weight room, Willie Willis. And this is the podcast on the prairie. Brayden? Jay? You like my look, my boy? I do. I, I I told you off air, but this for all the fans. If he would have told me that he was dressing up, I would have did my my costume as well from last night. But no, you know, just yeah. Jay Hall, you know, leads the football team and forgets, you know, how he was a leader and the captain and everything like that. And he just doesn't want to, you know what I'm saying, tell the rest of the team what's going on. So, bro. It was a last-minute thing, okay? I'm sorry. For anybody listening on Spotify or Apple, pause the podcast, go to YouTube, watch it on there, or go to Twitter. I'm pretty sure a picture or something is up available for you to see of me by now. But uh, call me Mr. Clean, call me Santa, whatever fits the conversation. I'm in a great mood today, so I was like, you know what? Let me let me show the kids uh, – some uh, some character, all right. So this is what I was for Halloween at the party last night. What what were you? I said I was at a party last night. What did you did you dress up? I did. I dressed up as a uh, inmate. An inmate. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's oh, pretty wait, cool. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta go get the board if I can find it. Before we get into the episode, we want to talk about. Yep, you guessed it. The amazing folks at Plainview Legal. Jeremiah, remember growing up. In youth football, you can do a little bit of everything. Play quarterback, O-line, safety, little linebacker, maybe even kicked a little bit. Those were the days, man. And that is actually the perfect way to describe our presenting sponsor, Plainview Legal. Plainview does it all in the world of property and business law. This includes matters in eminent domain, inverse condemnation, real estate transactions, oil and gas title examination, adverse possession, quiet title, and other boundary disputes. Plainview Legal also handles estate planning and probates from simple wills to proving undue influence. Additionally, their attorneys will negotiate, draft, review, and litigate all kinds of commercial contracts for individuals and businesses across various industries throughout Oklahoma. Haley and Travis Dennis are married and own Plainview Legal. They are Sooners through and through and love helping Sooner Nation with all the things we just talked about. To schedule your free consultation, visit their website at www.plainviewlegal.com. Give them a call at 405-310-0183 or email them at info at plainviewlegal.com. Please see the show notes for important disclaimer information. Back. This is my booking. Wait, hold it still. That You said that's your what? It's like a booking. Uh, you know when you get booked and then you have your crime, your name, your crime and all that stuff? Yeah, I got oh, oh like your stuff. name. 
It says yeah. what, weight room Willie. Weight room Willie. Crime. The crime. Capital murder of Iowa State. Oh my God. Date yesterday. <laughs> Bro, you, you your crime should be manhandling these boys on the field for messing with weight room Willie. I was thinking about that, but you know, I just I, you know, the Iowa State, it just it just felt, you know, it just felt right. So Bro, I'm I'm actually I'm not gonna lie, I'm glad I don't have to go back up to Iowa. So I'm glad y'all got the job done up there. I never liked traveling up there, as I said last week. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. More game time breakdown a little bit later. We have an excellent interview coming up next. So stay tuned. But first things first. Did you have a good morning? I, I've had a great morning, bro. But have you had a great morning? You should. I had a great morning. Uh, I ate a nice little breakfast burrito. Yeah. Watching some football. Uh, my dog's, like, in heat right now on her, you know, has lady problems right now. So she has a diaper on, but she's chilling. And, yeah, man, just, you know, just kicking it. Bro. That's what's up. Like I said, I went to a Halloween party last night. I took a nap after the game. I did some studying update on Jerry's life for anyone who knows what a series three or a series seven or a series 65 is. Jay Hall is studying for that. So if you're understanding my terminology, hit me up in the DMS and we can have a conversation because uh, that's good stuff. But Another thing I did this morning, bro, I think people are starting to get tired of me because you know how I mentioned last week, I'm starting to send out voice memos to people in the morning. I think I sent one to you and Alex, but there are some other people where I'm sending them and I think I'm starting to get annoying now. I think my, uh, my, um, my, my early morning energy, my 5am energy isn't, isn't for everybody, but I mean, you know, bro, like I, I want the world to feed energy into me. So I'm trying to give it out on to them. So for, for anybody who wants to start like a motivational uh morning text chain or something, like I'm all down for it. But bro, tell me something, bro. Tell tell me some good news, bro. I, I don't have anything for the introduction for today. So like I li- literally I'm just high on life. You know what I'm saying? Like tell me good something news. Good. Or or it can be bad. Do, do we I mean, I don't have anything bad, man. You know, you know, good, tough win at Iowa State, man. Uh, I had a good time after the game. Nice little Halloween party, you know, enjoy, you know, enjoy life. And uh, I'm going to make some campfire pizzas tonight. Yeah. Mm. I wanted to take a look at the Big 12. Just- oh, wait, pause. One sec. My fault. Um, met a podcast fan. Bever- Miss Beverly up in Iowa, a uh, big fan. She sends her well wishes to you and her best regards to both of y'all. And uh, she listens to every pod and want to take a picture. And, you know, just was a super sweet woman and uh, super kind. And I had a good time talking to her after the game. She was with my parents and, you know, loved, loved the support out there. So just sh- shout out to Miss Beverly. Shout out to her, bro. I don't know if I ever told you this, but last year there was a a kid who went to Iowa, but he's from Oklahoma, or I think it's a girl, but she ordered one of our hoodies and she said she was, she's, 
she was repping it like all over campus. She was like, it's technically not Oklahoma gear, but she loves the podcast. So that was a, that was a year ago. So, uh, shout out to both of those two. I forget her name, but hopefully, um, you're still tuned into the podcast. So shout out to you. But, uh, moving on to around the world in the Big 12. Well, first off, first off, First off, ladies and gentlemen, Braden and I went two for two on the upsets last week. Yes, Come sir, on. ski. Come on. Yes, sir, ski. Come on. Yes, sir, yes, ski. Hey, K-State K- K- finally came through for your boy. Look, yeah, they came <laughs> through in a big way. I was not expecting that. <laughs> I wasn't either. I look up, get on the plane, look up, and it's like, 31 Z or 28 zero. I'm like, Whoa. Yeah. I was like, are you kidding? Like I, I got some good choice. I got some good, uh, good call out skills. Well, I can't even say that. Cause I've traditionally been wrong as Alex continues to remind me, uh, glad we came through. Notre Dame came through for B Willie K state came through for your boy, Jay Hall. So, um, talk to us. Nice. Anyways, Moving on to around the world in the Big 12. I just want to take a look at this real quick before we move on to our interview and ask Braden. Bro, I have no clue who's going to make it to the Big 12 championship. I mean, it's wild. Gotta, yeah, like, bro, like, outside of y'all, obviously, you know, I'm a, a sooner through and through, but like, TCU's up there. Uh, I had it all pulled up. Where'd he go? Oh, here we go. All right. So TCU's eight and zero. Kansas State six and two, four and one in conference. Then Oklahoma State three and two, uh, conference. Baylor three and two, conference. They're five and three. And then you got everybody in the middle five and three. Baylor five and three. Texas five and three. Oklahoma five and three. Kansas. Texas Tech is four and four. West Virginia three and five. And Iowa State is three and five. Bro, yeah. I have no idea. It's like people ask me about the Oklahoma, the Sooners game plan. And I'm like, bro, I don't know. Um, they're asking me, who who do I think is going to come out? And I'm like, bro, I don't know. I, I have no clue. What what do you think as a, a player outside of you guys? I mean, it's a gauntlet right now, you know. And uh, this is a really good conference right now. A lot, You know, the records don't show up, but there's a lot of really good teams, you know, in there. And of course it's not going to show up when you got to play each other, you know, week in, week out, you know, you go, you see even TCU play a West Virginia team that's talented. And, you know what I'm saying? That it's a, I mean, really a two possession game, but you know, 10 point loss for them. So they're up there playing with them, you know? So I think obviously most likely it's going to be TCU since they got the best start, you know, even if they do drop a couple, they're most likely going to make the big 12. And then after that, man, it just, you know, it gets tricky after that. And so, you know, our mindset going into everything is just, you know, went out, control our own destiny. You know, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, then, you know, we're still set up for a 10 win season, you know? So uh, that's the most important thing for us to start off the, you know, start, start coach V off on his, his journey as a head coach and, you know, our culture and this era of football, Oklahoma football. So just like before we can win, you know, six, we had to win five, you know, before we win seven, we're going to have to win six. So it's just about the next game up for us. But in terms of the big 12, man, 
anything can happen right now. So I, can't I like that. Tell you. I like the sense of uh, not knowing because you look at the SEC, you're like, okay, Bama, okay, Georgia, and Tennessee's up there. Tennessee. But the Big 12 kind of has a little uh, bit of the uh, – Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Big 12 kind of feels like the NFL right now where, like, it doesn't even matter until the end of the season, you right. know, when all the chips come to line. So I think that's kind of cool. I'm ex- I'm excited for what it comes down to because shoot, I think y'all still have a chance to be honest at oh, yeah, this we rate. Definitely do yeah, we definitely do. Uh, some things got to happen, obviously, you know, and we just got to take care of business. But we definitely have a shot. You know, it's actually weird to say that. You know, having you know the stretch that we did, but. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you know, that happened. Like we always say, you can't, you know, unscramble scrambled eggs. And now we just got to worry about each week. If we take care of, if we take care of our business for the next couple of weeks and go, we were saying five and oh, but now it's, you know, four and oh through this stretch, you know, whatever mm-hmm. we want to accomplish will, you know, work itself out for us. So, um, I know you're not worried about it. You do your thing and uh, everything will be okay. So, yes, sir. Next game up, Baylor. That's all we're worried about. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, coming up next, our interview with the boy, D. Stutz. Stay tuned. A.B. Willie, who do you think the smoothest man on the team is with the ball in their hands? It's got to be Eric Gray, man. Eric Gray gets the ball in his hands. He's silky smooth, cuts with ease. Really, you know, just, just really smooth, man. Just makes, you know, moving around look easy. Bro. It sounds like EG is just like Freebird grooming. He sounds specifically like the Flex Series Electric Shaver. Now, this shaver provides baby smooth shaves, bro. As a bald man, it's important to keep things smooth, and that's why Freebird is on a mission to make life easier for guys just like me. Gentlemen, if you're still using an old-school razor to shave your head, don't. Razors were designed to shave flat surfaces, not curved domes. They can cause painful nicks and cuts, and razors actually shave too close, often under the skin, so that hair comes back as uncomfortable, irritating ingrowns. I can attest to all of that. I wish I knew about Freebird earlier because they sent us a care package, and it actually works. The holidays are coming up, and if you need a gift for your bald partner, brother, dad, friend, podcast, co-host, or maybe you just want to treat yourself to a luxury shaving experience, Freebird is for you. Freebird is giving our listeners an exclusive discount. To cash in, visit myfreebird.com slash pray for 20% off. That's myfreebird.com slash pray for 20% off today. And all right, back to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Orlando, Florida, weighing in at 235 pounds, 6'3", on the field, number 28, here in our presence, the Danny Stutzman. What's good, my boy? What's up, man? Thank you all for having me, man. It's really a pleasure to be on the podcast, man. Bro. Hey, neighbor. Oh, yeah, and um, that's my neighbor, B-Will. You know, I bring cookies here every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, every once in a while. He's a good neighbor. I cut his lawn every once in a while. You know, just neighborly things. Yo, wait, y'all stay next to each other? Like yeah, but door sometimes down. Like, I can each other. He gets lonely, and I'll come Bro, over. Bro, he stay. He stays a door down, and we've – why are we – why has it been this long to get you on the podcast? 
Man, that's something you got. You need to be asking you yourself that, Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> Me? Oh wow! <laughs> wow oh, uh, Danny it. blames it on Braden. Braden blames it on me. Alex, it's your fault, actually. <laughs> he doesn't have a mic, so I get away scotch free on that one, <laughs> bro. But no, in all seriousness, to our our listeners, this has literally been a year in the making. Like I told Danny. Last year, I'm like, bro, like, we really want you on the podcast, but we're not allowed to have freshmen. And we've just been waiting on the timing. Like, that's all it's been. Now that the so, stars really I'm have a line. can finally. Bro, yes. Yes, they have. And I'm I'm so excited just not only for the, the interview now, but just for you in general. But anyways, bro. How how was life? I always ask Braden every time we get on the the podcast. How how his weekend has been in terms of outside the game? You know, is there anything you want to shout out or say you're grateful for? Anything positive that you got going on in life? Man, I just think right now, like the way the team is, like we're a real family. Like like we're mad close. And I know, like yeah, being out like after like a game like that, you know. It's kind of like that family atmosphere, like the love that we have for each other. It's just like I'm, I'm grateful for them. Like really, like we really all just like bros, and that's something I haven't really felt like that for a team since like you know high school. Or something like so, it's really just a different environment. I'm grateful yeah. for my boys. It's just something crazy. I will say that's what everybody keeps on saying. Like Deshaun said that the other day. Braden says that all the time. What 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 type of what type of activities do you look forward to doing the most with the team? You know, I saw y'all had the Habitat for Humanity community service thing. I see the dinners. Like, I'm sure that's where all the the, the bonding and everything is taking place. But what, what are some other things? We we know you're taking pictures and putting foreheads on Twitter, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, bro, you're a character. Like, what, what is your favorite stuff to do with the team? Man, I just think, like, there's so many interactions that we have with each other throughout, like, you know, kind of just like how it is, the, the grind that we go through, like, you know, the stuff that we do with each other on and off the field. You, know, you get in that locker room, you know, you have, like, those after practice, like, jam out sessions. Like, we really be lit in there. Like, it's yeah. really, like, it's a, it's a bond. Like, last year we had that bond, which is, like, but it's just, like, a different feeling because, like, everyone was close last year. You know that. Like, we were, shoot, I was, I would hit a big mo, and, like, that's, like, we would be chilling. Like, that just, that, that don't really happen at a lot of places. But uh, on this team, it's just different. Like, we just, we bond in a certain type of way. You know, like I said, like we got those, it's just that grind. Like we've all been through it and just, we've all had that experience, like that new coaching staff. I think that just brought us together really. Yeah. I admire how when asking you how life is going, you go straight to the team. Like that's like, that's your boys. Like everything else is like, just everything else just don't matter. Like I'm all, I'm all with the gang. Like that's how you are. Yeah, I mean, really, like how it is in season. I, I mean, everything so, he well, said is true. Just pretty much in yeah. season, that just you know that's how yeah. it is. I will say, I'm happy for you. You look great. Let's let's talk about the game, and then we can uh, hit some stuff on the back end. All right. So, looking at Iowa State, you guys held them to 66 rushing yards, 13 points, three interceptions. How has the defense shown an improvement from your eyes over the past month, really just in general. 
I mean, like I said, like, you know, we, we know the type of defense we can be, and it's kind of just been like that 1% a growth in different areas every single day. And that really just adds up. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, in some of those past games, like we've, we've shown spurts of like, like what we can be, but we just haven't really played together. And I think for that Iowa State game, it was really just like we came together. Like we were all in that field playing for each other. Everyone knew the responsibility. Everyone knew they had to execute their job. And it really just came together. And, um, you know, we still have some plays here and there, but that's going to happen. You know, it's, it's hard to play a perfect game. And BV always says it, like, we don't got to play perfect. We do got to play well. And that's something that we really did. We played extremely well. You know, just to piggyback off of that, man, it's extremely refreshing when, you know, <clears throat> as an offense you're going against, you know, quote, unquote, statistically the number one defense in the Big 12, you know, so we know we're going to get some resistance. But it's nice when, you know, defense gets a stop, and then we go out there, we get some momentum, you know, we're driving the ball down the field, boom, we have a fumble, and then boom, defense gets another or it was a interception, right, Danny? After that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Woody's interception uh after that. So I mean that that right there just created a lot of momentum and I think defense played the tails off, man. Y'all played a really good game yesterday. And y'all won that game for us. We played complimentary, but y'all did y'all's thing yesterday for real. It was it was exciting to see. Uh, as a linebacker, right, mm-hmm. I, I'm familiar with an offensive-minded head coach. You're with a defensive coach now who traditionally is always on his linebackers, bro. Like, I, I remember a couple home games ago, like, Somebody took a video of Venables just getting on you and Awebu and Deshaun, and I'm just like, whoa! Like I'm, I'm not used to seeing that. So, what has it been like from your perspective, carrying all that responsibility, taking all those chewing outs, and um, knowing that you got a guy who's probably top, it, who not probably is top three in the country at what he does, coaching you up every day. What's that been like? Man, it's it's been crazy. Like, but I mean, it's been like a blessing, really. And uh, this is actually like, crazy. Like going back to when like he first got hired here, and I kind of knew like who Coach Venables was. Like, I want I kind of had interest in Clemson, but you know they had their guys. You know, that didn't really work out. But uh, like when he like got here, like I, I ran into him like in, like in the hallway. I was going to like the bathroom, like the little one in the front, and I, I ran into him. And like we ended up talking for like twenty minutes. And like, I was low key like at first when you meet him, like he's low key intimidating. Like he's got like that like that look to him where you're like, dang, like yeah. this guy is like crazy. And, like if you don't know him, like all I knew is like he was our head coach, like just like really my first interaction with him. He was like, He goes, Why didn't you play as much like last year? And I was like, Dad, like he caught me off guard with that. Like I just caught a straight bullet. Like I like, right off rip. Like I was not ready for this talk right now. And he was like, Yeah, like why didn't you play as much? He's like, I could tell you're a good player, but I can already tell you don't study enough film. And I'm like, man, this is got serious. I'm over here like sweating, like dang, like he's just calling me out right here, right now. And he was like, and he was just like, and the album boy, like you didn't play that. Like, you, I mean, I feel like I had an okay game, you know, like I probably could have more. He just, he's like, yeah, you didn't get that many snaps with the album boy. Like, why is that? Like, just coming after me right here. And I'm like, I'm like low key avoiding eye contact. Like, like I'm nervous, like scared a little bit. And, um, but, like, he was just saying, like, if you want to become a great player, you're going to have to, like, pick it up in, like, the areas, like, that type of stuff. Like, you know, really focus on that playbook, focus on the film, and do all that stuff to really, like, develop into the player that he thinks, you know, 
and I know who I, I become. And from that moment, like I realized, like dang, I was low key like immature. And like just like from that talk, I think it really changed a lot. Like I've been on my P's and Q's, kind of just like you know a different player of the game. And um, I really saw a lot of growth in that moment. I really started taking it more seriously. Like you know, I took football seriously. Don't get me wrong, but like you know, watching film, studying that stuff, like really wanting to like lead the team and just do more and more. And that's why I say it's like been a blessing because like he's pushed us way harder than I think like I knew I'd get pushed. Like that man's like over here dragging me to where I got to go. Like he's over here pulling on me. And I think it's been really good because like that stress like really it creates good players. That is that is such a loaded statement. I don't even know where to take it. Where, Braden, what were you about to say? Yeah, I mean, I mean, first and foremost, I do want to say. I mean, I feel you, Danny. That that man is intimidating. If you don't know him, now that we know him, it's like, okay, that's just, you know, that's just mm-hmm. going to be, that's you know me. what I'm saying? That's but just at first it was just kind of like, oh, let me tread lightly, you know? <laughs> so I feel you. But, man, it's, um, you know, just to touch on what you said, man, I can actually see the growth in you as a player and not even just as a player, as a leader, man, it's been so fun to watch, you know, me being here and actually, you know, I don't, Jay Hall doesn't have the view that I have, you know, in terms of like how much you have really grown. He knows you from last year and he can see you this year and he's probably seen the progress on the field, but as a leader, like, you know what I'm saying? Like yesterday, mm-hmm. you know, we coming up to each other, you know, back and forth, like, Hey, give me the ball, Danny. Okay. You go score. You know what I'm saying? Like that leadership is just, you know, growing and, you know, I'm proud of you, and I think that, uh, you know, you continue to put your trust in Coach V, man. You'll make leaps and bounds in your career, man. All right, well, yeah, going back, like, how, like, you know, I was saying he's intimidating. Like, don't get it wrong. When that man yells at me now, it's kind of a little bit different. Like, I think it's kind of like, like he's getting all chewed up on me. I'm like, dang, like, I, I was only one step over in my initial alignment, and this man is, like, screaming his heart out. And sometimes it gets a little funny now. Like, you're like, dang, like, come on. You move me one step to the left to move me one step to the right. Like, are you serious? Like, come on, it ain't that deep. Like, but like, it's just that little stuff that he just really cares about. And, like, you could tell he just really cares for his players. And it's just different. Braden, it's Halloween weekend, right? And in the spirit of things, let's talk about things that are scary. A sold-out night game at Memorial Stadium. Marvin Mims, one-on-one coverage. Braden Willis coming on a downhill block. Danny Stutzman chasing you down. Or how about trying to tackle EG in open space? Jalen Redman with a free shot to the quarterback or Schmitty when you're late for a workout. Definitely Schmitty when you're late for a workout. Bro, those things are all scary. But you know what shouldn't be scary? Buying a home. And it isn't scary with our friends Phil and Thaline Webb at Webb Properties Group. They take all the fright out of home buying and will be your real estate partners throughout the entire transaction. To learn more, call them at 405 322 Five, six, three, two. On top of that, high interest rates are spooky, but the McDaniel Mortgage Group will set you up with loan options that won't haunt you. Call Matt McDaniel at 214-435-9855 or visit www.appwithmatt. That's app with Matt with two T's to get pre-qualified now. Red Properties Group and the McDaniel Mortgage Group will team up and get you a beautiful home that you enjoy for years to come. I will say that that jump that you said that you made is something that separates boys from men and then the men from the elite. Mm -hmm. 
you know, when you first get to college, you're slowly figuring things out. Right. And then you realize it. Now, this happens all in different stages. This can happen within the first six months. And sometimes guys don't make that change until three and a half years in when time starts become becoming more of a factor that what you just said, bro, could not have been said any more perfectly. You identified where you have been lacking and it took a leader BV for them to point it out to you. Mm-hmm. Now, th- th- this is why I say three phases. There, there's the incoming freshman, which is what you were last year. And then there's the phase where you just discussed, right? The next one for you to make would be where B will is, 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 is finding his way in the, the, the dominance, the mm-hmm. I'm going to the NFL, the, comparing yourself to not only those who are on your team, but the top five guys around the rest of the country. And for you to be able to reflect on what all you've gone through in this very short amount of time, this uh, people underestimate what you can do in a year, let alone a few months. But for you to be able to identify that make, the change taking action is the hardest part, but you have made the change. It is seen on the field as Braden said, you know, I'm not there, but to now hear you talk about it and to, to hear your thought process shows that you are on the right track. And I told Deshaun this last week and I'll throw you your flowers as well. That is amazing. Yeah. That is growth. That's that's great stuff. What what are you thinking? Talk to me. I'm just like, cause I, I think to myself, like, dang, like I've made so much like improvement, but it's like it's like that level of hunger, like, bro, I've made so much better improvement, but like, dang, I still feel like I'm sorry. And I feel like I still got so much ways to go where it's like, give me another year of this like under this system, where like like there it's hard to like, you know, Coach V stresses like knowing every single like what everyone does and every single call. But like when we just put in fifteen new calls, and I don't like it's kind of hard to know every single like one inside and out. But like I think especially for this defense, we're gonna see that big improvement when you know give us a year to like to master this, like master these plays, master these calls, and that's where that really like that growth plays, and that's where like right. you can play with that level of confidence, that level of speed, where you have like that dominance, where you're over here like you ain't even thinking, you just like you just dogging dudes like. You over here making plays like without no thought. Mm-hmm. You just doing your thing. I will say this. I'll, I'll I'll give you one word of advice, and then we'll move on to talk more about the game. Don't ever lose that feeling. Oh, I was just finishing the same thing. I gotta be because I yeah because Braden Braden knows, bro. Like that, I gotta be better. Like give me one more year. Like oh, like I'm not even there yet. Don't don't lose don't that, ever bro. Lose it. Don't ever lose it. I was just going to say the same thing, Jay. Like he said at times, there's, you know, he'd be like, oh man, I still feel like I'm sorry. I still feel like I'm sorry at times. I miss a block or, you know, I'm not firm on a block or, you know, not make a play that I should have made or made it better than, you know, I mean, there's times I'd be like, man, suck. But like, it's not like, and I tell people this all the time, like, cause you know, people like, you know, people that aren't football people, We'll hear that and be like, oh, my God, don't be so hard on yourself. And I'm like, no, nah, it's, it's not that. It's just, you know what I'm saying? Don't degrade yourself. I'm like, no, it's not that. That just keeps me going. You know, that that gets me going. Like, 
I don't ever want to feel like I've arrived. You know what I'm saying? And I like Jay Hall said, that's the most important thing for you. Whenever you feel like you've reached a certain level, just be like, just keep that same mentality and just continue to strive, strive, strive to get better. Because you can always be better, and we know this. And, I mean, with a guy like BV, I don't think you're ever going to get to feel like you, you've arrived. So, I guess that now, takes care of Let's talk about the stuff. game. Let's do it. Let's talk about the game. How, how, how did y'all – well, first off, I want to ask you about the the whole field goal thing because, <laughs> bro, from your perspective, Braden, you were out there on the field, weren't you? Yep. Yeah, Danny. Uh, Danny was on the sidelines. What? What? Because I feel like the game didn't even start until the the fake field goal happened. What were we all thinking after that? Well, we were moving the ball pretty good. You know, uh, the first couple drives of the game, we just you know weren't finishing. Um, but I think the first time we got down there, it was actually called. And, uh, you know, this, you got to run into certain looks. So we always got checks. You know what I'm saying? That's the great thing about this coaching staff, too. Super aggressive. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we, I think we had it called not the right look. So we're like, okay, check out of it. And then the second full, or the second attempt came. And we're on whatever yard line we were. We're close to end zone, like four or five yard line, whatever. And um, it goes, it's going to the opposite side. And man, as soon as as soon as Iowa State lines up, I'm like, oh, this is it. This is the look. They're overloaded to our side. They got like they got like six guys over here. I'm like, and they got a floater on our side. I'm like, bro, there's nobody over there. There's nobody over there. So we get out there. We discreetly, you know, do some stuff. We're just acting like a normal field goal, you know, get down and then snap the ball. I do my normal steps. I didn't want to peek too early so that the guy that I was, you know, blocking, he didn't trigger or feel something weird. So I did. And then after I did my normal stuff, I look back. And Zach just walks into the end zone. I'm like, oh. Man, <laughs> he, is, he does some good stuff, man. He, he draws some good stuff up. That's got to be a great feeling, huh, Danny? Oh, bro, on the sideline, because I'm like, we just have, like, those stops. And I'm like, dang, like, offense really needs to like, get going. Like, bro, we feel like get that momentum. And we get that, like, that. it was like a fourth and two. And I'm like, dang, like, I really wish we would have scored that, like, put us up, like, two possessions. Like, dang, I, all right, field goal, like, whatever. Like, we're on to the next one. Because, like, we, we had no idea that that was called. Yeah. And David, like, standing next to each other talking, like, you know, there's going to be, like, a kickoff. And so we're on the side, like, right there. And we're like, dang, I really wish we would score, but hey, we, like, let's keep doing our thing. And we see that thing get snapped, and like, bro, we did not know the fake was called. So we're like, we're like, yo, what is happening? And for a second, like, our hearts sank. <laughs> and then like, we see Zach in the end zone, and we're like, we're like, bro, like that, that has not just happened. Like, we just execute a fake field goal for a tutty. Like, like, are you serious? Like, our kicker just like walked in the end zone like, untouched. And I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, we're lit now. Like, we're real. I was like, oh, we're hype. Like that, it was really that was a big play. Like just the momentum from like your kicker scoring touchdowns, insane. Like I don't know, it's different. Yeah, well, I was looking at from the TV's perspective. I was looking at Zach's alignment on the kick, and I was like, what? it looked weird, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. But I was just like, okay, whatever. I was like, he's gonna kick the field goal, and then it happened, and I was like, thank God. I'm like, yes, like. <laughs> Yeah, like have, have some cojones. Yes, sir. Call, yeah. call it. Yeah. I like that. Danny, 
this is this question is for you. What's it been like this year playing with Woody and Deshaun? They had a, a heck of a game this weekend, as well as uh, Uwebu. Um, I I might as well we might as well get all the linebackers on here at this point. But yeah. uh, talk talk about uh, your cohort and the the guys, the, specifically the older guys that have been making an impact this year. Man, it's it's been awesome, man, bro. Like, I feel like having those guys on the field, it's like that level of trust. Like I know like they're gonna do their job. I know they're gonna make these plays. I know they're gonna eat. Like Deshaun, like he really has like that level of knowledge. Yeah. Like he's over here calling plays. Like we're on the goal line. He's like, it's the bang eight's coming, y'all be ready. And like here comes the bang eight. They threw the same thing, like right there. And then it's just like having Woody, bro, that's like that's like lockdown corner. Like he's gonna you can rely on him in those situations where like you gotta have it, he's gonna make that play. And then, man, even Justin, bro, JB, like, he gets so much hate. And I love when that man succeeds because he deserves it, bro. Because all the time he puts into this game, like, all he does for, like, this sport. Man. And to see, like, to see that get rewarded like that, it just, bro, like, that man deserves it. And, like, he's a baller. Like, man, like, you can't put disrespect on his name no, no. for what he does for the sport, like, and how hard he works. And it's just, like, we really, like, the defense has really, like, stepped it up on how we prepare like, I'm about – like, we're all about to go up there on a Sunday to watch film with the coaches. Like, we would never have done that ever, and that's just really different. And it's like a – it's just a whole level of commitment, like, and growth in the entire team. And I think if we just continue keeping that up, we're going to see even more improvements. I love it. I love it. I love – Danny, yeah, you've definitely matured just in the way you're you're holding this conversation, bro. You're a good guy. Good – good – good – uh. Good. I don't. I don't know, bro. It's it's nice to see your bro growth. But um, the Sooners go on to win. Oh, let's let's not forget, bro. Your interception. <laughs> well, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> bro, you're. I. You got your interception, bro, and I was like, it's time. It's it's time for his <laughs> appearance. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> hey, bro, what talk? Talk us through that. Talk us through that. How how was the interception? It was it was your first one. Uh, you got hawked down. You pulled a B Willie. It's okay though. Wow. All right. Let, let me go yeah. back to like. I'm disappointed, but it's all right. Let me bring it back to the morning, actually. So, like, you know, first off, I went to bed like nine o'clock. Like, I don't know why I was able to go to bed so early. Slept amazing. And I'm like, all right, this is the day. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something mm-hmm. crazy today. And then wake up. I'm trying to take a shower. And this is where really – this is how I knew Iowa State was like they were screwed. My roommate had no like hot water. I think a ton of rooms. So like they, they must have shut the water off on us because it was straight freezing cold water, and I was mad. And I was like, all right, these boys are going to get it. Like this is personal now. And we come out there, and I saw like that play. And I was like the weak hook defender. And all I can remember is Coach V saying, you got to protect that weak side hash. And I saw that route. I, I widened, and I said, oh, here it comes. And I saw I came back to that, that weak hash right where he said it's going to be thrown. And, right, it's like an unreal feeling. Like, I don't know, something about that, like, it's like, dang, I really just did that. And as I'm running, first off, Deshaun <laughs> White and David Wade were so slow, they couldn't touch anyone. They didn't block a soul. And I'm over here running my butt off. And <laughs> I'm over here running. And I see this quarterback. I'm, well, first of all, I saw the receiver to my left. I thought he was going. Like, I'm like, bro, this receiver, this dude got to be like four, 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 three guy. He's gonna hawk me down, like put a swipe at the ball. I ain't trying to pull a Deshaun White fumble the back of the end zone ball to 25. I really ain't trying to do that either. So like, I'm like, I'm freaking out. And I, I'm like, I see this quarterback right here. I'm like, I'm like, what should I do? Like, should I dive? And I, in my head, I, I think stiffy. And so I'm, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna give this man the stiff arm. And like. 
boom, I, I, you know, I put him in the dirt a little bit, but, you know, I took some ricochet off of that. And I'm like, I'm over here sliding. And I'm like, dang, like, I ain't score, but now I'm all the way by like the warning track. I did a little swim with that because I didn't really know what to do in that moment. I never prepared for something like that. And then I'm like, dang. And I'm over here. I run back. Everyone's hype. Like, I'm like, dang, this really just happened. We celebrate the entire drive. I think offense had a quick drive. I'm gassed. Like, all right, this like this really hit me. I'm like, I'm exhausted at this point. And now we're back up on defense. And yeah. they kept throwing the checkdowns on my side. And I'm like, and we kept we ran like a a Tampa two concept, you know, where David's all the way deep in the post. And I know he was tired too, because he had to keep coming down. And we, we both had a vice this man and we were literally exhausted running on fumes at this point, but you know, we were able to close it out. And that was just, that was a crazy moment. Crazy feeling. That's a heck of a running on fumes. Couldn't get to the end zone. You, you need to get with Braden. Y'all need to like work on that. I I can remember thing. Texas game a couple of years ago. I can remember you getting hawked down too. It ain't just us. Come on now. Uh, no, I yes. had to come back for the football on that no. one. No, guys were covering See the, ground. Here come the excuses. Here come the excuses. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? Um, you guys are the ones playing right now, not <laughs> me. But anyways, um. Man, we, we talked about defense. We talked about special teams. Braden, uh, to wrap up the football segment, the offense, bro. So, shout out to Farouk. Four catches, 74 yards. EG, 20 carries, one-on-one, touchdown. Mm-hmm. Venable said this about Eric. He said he's been incredibly tough all year. He's the same guy every single day, every single play. He loves his teammates, and he's a selfless guy. I'd say that's pretty accurate from my experience with him. Yeah, I, I completely agree with everything that's said. You know, it's a, there's not more of a guy in the locker room that's ready to be a pro than him. You know, the guy's a completely a pro. He prepares, you know, just as well as anybody in the locker room. And uh, he's also, you know, a great leader, leads by actions. And, you know, I also have to give a, a shout-out to the offensive line, man, because – you know, just about to say that. Don't get me wrong. Eric is running hard, man. Eric is running hard. He's making crazy cuts. He's, you know, he's doing a lot. But if if people have seen what the offensive line has been doing these last couple of games, it, it makes it a little bit easier. Like when you can hit the second and third level with speed. Like if we get mm-hmm. Eric Gray to the second and third level with speed and a lot of room, nobody's tackling that man. So, you know, got to give my credit to, you know, EG for what he does because it's definitely a blessing to have, you know, such a good running back. It's, I mean, also Marcus, you know, when Marcus gets healthy and really the whole room, they do a great job. But I got to give my, my props to the O-line, man. They've been, they've been playing a great game. And then it was good to see Jaleel get going. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, we just have so many weapons on the offense where, you know, it could just – on any given day – it could be a different person. It don't always, it's not always going to be the same person that has a big game. It's not always going to be one guy. You know, we have weapons all over the place and that's the beauty about it. Anybody could pop off at any given moment. And so I think that was big for him and his confidence, you know, going on for the rest of the year. And, um, 
you know, I think it was a great win for us because that was a that was a really good Iowa defense. You know, we can't take it away from them. They play they play the three safety defense, the bandit defense that we talked about, um, that we've been talking about all year long. That gives everybody fits, not just us. Everybody fits, and they're the ones that you know made it really relevant in the Big Twelve. So, I mean, they do it the best out of anybody. So. I think it was a good win. We had the second most rushing yards that they've allowed this year. The most points put up are, I don't, I wouldn't say the most points put up on on them, but the largest margin of victory. And Mm -hmm. um, overall, I think, oh, also props to the the QB, man. I think DG did a great job of managing the game. I think he did a phenomenal job managing the game. You know, put the ball where it needed to be put. Ran it when he needed to run it. Uh, made great decisions. You know, I mean, I just think he, he he does a great job every week. We're blessed to have him as well. I will say this about Farouk. I think that, especially after that Oregon game, this kid's trend has been going up, just slowly but surely. And to see him slowly develop has been a cool thing. I honestly think that him and Danny are kind of on the same incline, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Honestly, I, I've seen a lot of maturity in him as well. Yeah, both sophomores, both uh, young guys with a whole lot of football left to play. So uh, I'm I'm excited for Farouk, um, always giving EG his props as well as DG. And uh, glad y'all got a – uh, a, a nitty gritty win up there in Ames this weekend. So, Danny, before we let you go, my boy, I feel like we just need to throw you in a special segment, bro, like Danny's World or something, and just hear what you have to say to the people. Because, bro, like we we see you all the time on Twitter mm-hmm. saying all this funny stuff, especially last year, and all the the pictures and foreheads and and yeah, bro. You and your dad, bro, I will never forget the live uh, – when we and Brayden went live on Twitter and you and your dad were on there. <laughs> For any Sooner fan who missed that, you just – man, I wish I had a recording of it because it was it was nothing but pure just crazy. Bro, where where does this come from? I'm assuming it has to come from your, from your father. Where do all the shenanigans, jokes, and Definitely. the – who is Danny Stutzman? Like, where does this originate? Man, I, my dad's always been a character. And, like, a quick story is, like, one of these past games, you know, we got, like, a, the, a big dub, and, you know, we're all in the locker room celebrating. And I look over it, and my dad's in there. And I'm like, yo, how'd this man get in here? I go, how did he get in here? Like, like my dad's in there, like, true story, because Danny looks over. Danny looks over at me. We're standing by each other, and Danny looks over at me. He's like, bro, my dad. And I look over, and I see him. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, no. He's like, how did he get in here? <laughs> I was like, like, I don't know. It's funny because we were just talking to him in the stands. And then when we go in the locker room, he, he he's fall. in there. Like he, like, he beats us. Like, I don't know how that happened. But he's like, bro, my dad, how did my dad get in here? And I. And, was, like, man. and like and like TV's talking, <laughs> your dad, man, great guy, love that guy. He's he is a character though. Right, like Coach Venables was talking about like cause my dad's played at Jack Tri Stadium, and Coach Venables was talking, and my dad's like hooting and hollering over this man. Like my dad's hype, like everything he's saying. My dad's giving him like like my, there's no way like, Coach V just doesn't see this this big old dude 
random guy just standing in the in the locker room. Like you had to have saw him or something, man. Like there's no way like that just goes without seeing. I'm like, bro, like, what are you doing in here? And he had a random kid with. I think he put, he brought a kid in there with him or something. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing. Like <laughs> it was something crazy, but nah, we've like we've always been like that. Like a, I don't know. He's always been funny dude like always a jokester i definitely get that from him yeah and you know it's it's a lot sometimes man because he's always cracking on you man as soon as i come out from the locker room he's like you really couldn't have scored that like you suck and i'm like i'm like dang i love you too bro (laughs) and it's just no it's it's awesome though and like the stuff on twitter and all that like it's just that's just stuff i just think of honestly DG uh, is Loki the same way. He'd be posting some funny stuff as well. Like, right, he was over here taking pictures yeah. of everyone on the flight, and I'm like, this man is just like me. I'm I like, that. that's what I would do. And, um, but nah, it's, it is funny, bro, because when I can just like, when I'm like, see like a dude like, like Bino, like no one knows, like Bino's this old grandpa dude in the locker room. And I'm like, when I see that man, I start laughing. Like, I'm like, Bro, when you can laugh with somebody, like, bro, we, we a team, we're from all different places. Like, Bino is, like, 24 years old. I'm 19. And I'm over here, like, I got him as my Twitter profile, and people think that's so funny. And I'm, like, it's like my brother now. And, like, you know, we've laughed over that <laughs> stuff. Like, now we're, we're closer because of it. And I think that's just cool. Like, you know, you can joke around with someone like that. Bro, you're 19? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to be a heck of a player, boy. <laughs> Oh, you're, you're 19? Oh, what, do you, what is your birthday? March 10th, 03. 03? 03. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah. That are, yeah. So the tight ends in our room, they're 03s, but they're later, though. And we got some 04s. And they said something, like, a couple months back. And I was like, um... I was like, yeah, so freshman year or something like that. And they're like, bro, your freshman year of college, I was in eighth grade. I was like, bruh, you didn't have to say that. Bro, I turn 24 <laughs> next Sunday. My freshman year of college, Caden Elms and Jason Llewellyn were eighth graders. They weren't even in high school. Oh, my God. My Man. freshman year. I'm getting old. You're getting old. <laughs> I'm on a team with guys. That were eighth graders. <laughs> like, what? I got to get out of here. Bro. Uh, bro, somebody was asking me, I think we talked about this earlier this year, how hard it is to be a captain sometimes. Because, like, as a fifth year, you can see everything that has gone over through your time. And you're you're leading people who were children. Like, when, you know what I'm saying, when you first got to college, you know. <laughs> oh. oh, man. It shows uh, how far we've come, though. Danny, bro, thank you for coming on to the podcast. Is there anything, anything you want to leave with Sooner Nation? Any shout outs you want to give other than your father? Anything you want to share before we uh, let you go on about your day? All I want to say is like going off like the old guys in the locker room. I just hope one day my kids can play at Oklahoma with Justin Broyles like I did. So I think hopefully he's still here in 15 years. (laughs) And I, I, really, I really hope like something like that can happen. You know, I really, I pray for a day like that when, you know, they're strapping up and old two fives are right there with them. 
you know, trying to tell him, tell him how, how it's going to be playing his, uh, his uh, Floyd Mayweather stuff and just get him hyped and give him free game or whatever. But, nah, just that's all I got to say, man. Shout out my boy, two five. Shout out my boy. Danny, bro, we love you, man. Um, we'll definitely get you back on the podcast. I hope you have a great day, bro. You deserve it. <laughs> hey, man. Y- hey, y'all have Brady, a good one. What, what do you got for our boy before he heads out? <laughs> Nothing. I'll see. You, I'll see you later on today, Stutz. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, good to ha- good to be on here, man. Shout out the podcast, man. Love y'all, man. Love you, Sooner Nation. General hey, appreciate it, Stutz. Love you, man. All right, bro. See you guys. Yes, <laughs> Braden, I don't know about you, but that was probably one of our better interviews for sure. I mean, that's a, that guy's a character, man. Danny is a goofball, bro. Um, <laughs> Sooner Nation, that is all we have for this episode of the podcast on the prairie stay locked in with us we gonna keep on bringing out the interviews man don't think that we didn't know that this is what y'all been waiting on all right we got a lineup coming up so stay tuned keep rocking with us we love you appreciate the support Brady. what you got for the people this is- all right y'all <laughs>